0: naveta pero hello what's up nothing sup with you Oh, man, freaking Carl's been having seizures nonstop.
1: No, I thought he was doing better.
0: He was. He had a whole month out of seizure. And then like two days ago, he had like a little one. And then he had a big one. And then he had like a bunch of little ones. And he's been at the hospital or the vet hospital for the past like 24 hours. They he like upped his dosage. And like he's still, he's still having them. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I just had another little one, and I don't know what to do. I can't keep taking him to the vet, and they don't really do much. Yeah, they just kind of watch him, and then like anyway, he's got to wait for his. He's got to take out some more medication here in like an hour. Mm. Uh, so you want to go saw a comet? So you're you ready to go to outer space? What's happening? It's not
1: a comet.
0: What is it? Is it?
1: It's the Great Convergence.
0: Oh, not a comet. Is it Cupid? Is it Dasher? You know is it what Dixon? that sound
1: was, by the way. Your new bell. My new freaking bell.
0: Let me hear it again.
1: It's a beaut. Look at this thing. Yeah, no, I know, I bought it. <laughs> My mom was like, "That's fancy. Where'd you get that? I really like it." And I was like, "Well, how's
0: the how's the sound of it though? Because you're very particular about Honestly, the sound."
1: It's really nice. I feel like it's like an an upgrade from the from like a just a normal desk
0: bell. Okay, so by the way, doesn't that I, sound nice? I get Brandy a Christmas gift. It's wrapped in a package. It says, Merry Christmas, so you know it's a Christmas gift, and yet you opened it a couple days ago. Yeah. Why?
1: Well, you should have had it arrive on the 24th if you wanted me to wait until Christmas.
0: That's not how shipping presents works <laughs> in this country.
1: <laughs> or you should have said, hey, I got you a gift. Don't open it until Christmas.
0: I thought that was implied when it said,
1: hey. Brandi,
0: Merry Christmas. Also, if you're getting a gift at the end of December... You have to know it's a Christmas gift. Nah. <laughs> are all your friends sending you gifts and you're just opening them? I'm like, you get a fuck it.
1: We don't, I don't do gifts. Remember, we had this conversation last week. You said, I didn't get you anything. And I said, great, me neither. I'm so happy I hate gifts.
0: Am I the best friend you have? Yeah, I think so. Oh, if, if,
1: if you're, if we're, um, if we're putting value on friendship in terms of gifts, yeah.
0: Yes, that's what we're doing. That's how you, that's how you know who your real friends are, if they get you Is it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait to, I can't wait to see what you got me. I'm really excited.
1: Oh, you're gonna be waiting a while. <laughs> oh,
0: uh, it's a
1: nice bell. It has a nice tone. It does have it's, it's got it's some a nice very,
0: bravado to it.
1: Like, there's something about the other bells. Where's oh, the other one? I'm that are it's just so back. shrill. That's the old bell. Oh. Yeah. Nails on top with this one, so nice.
0: Yeah, that one sounds like um. Did you ever have to learn, what was it? Was it bells? Were you, like, literally for, like, music class, you'd, like, ring bells?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, real-life jingle bells.
0: Yeah, but there were big ones. And they, like, oh, had notes, and you'd play, like, Christmas music a lot.
1: Yeah, we did that. And you had yeah.
0: to wear white gloves. Did you have that? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I don't even know what that's
1: called. I did called. that, and I played the recorder like a nerd.
0: Yeah, everyone played the recorder. Yeah. Which, I'm surprised you don't see, like, some big-shot artist- Fucking whip out the recorder more often on stage. Are you really? Really? I want to see Miley Cyrus rip out the recorder and throw down some hot cross buns fucking at the VMAs.
1: Never going to happen.
0: Why not? That would be, that's a story right there.
1: She is way too rock and roll to be whipping out a recorder.
0: Pop icon Cyrus Miley whips out recorder at VMAs and blows the crowd away does she (laughs) maybe (laughs) all right Brandi I mean let's just be honest this year's been tough for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. One of the things that I've found when you're going through tough times is to talk to somebody about the issues that you're having, work through the problems and that's why I'm super pumped that we're partnering up with BetterHelp. This is something that everyone can benefit from.
1: This is the best time, you know, to be talking about this stuff because the holidays can be hard for people, especially this year. I think a lot of us are separated from loved ones and it can be a hard time. So if you guys have haven't heard of better help. You got to check this out. You can get matched with your own licensed professional therapist and connect with them online. So you can feel comfortable and safe in your own home, but still get the quality that you're looking for from a therapist. That's licensed and professional. It's super convenient and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. So it's super quick turnaround. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling.
0: Yeah, You can send a message to your counselor anytime It's more affordable than traditional online counseling and financial aid is actually available. Licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and so much more. We want you guys to start living a happier life today. So as a listener, if you want to do this, you can get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash favorite thing again that's better help dot com, and then slash favorite thing
1: we got to go back to the great convergence real quick
0: oh yeah sorry so yeah so saturn's aligned with jupiter it's in it's you do know oh i was making it up and mercury's rising and all the moons are in my southern hemispheres
1: I don't know about the moons, but I do know that Jupiter and Saturn have converged in the sky. They've been very close in the sky for the past, like, week or something. But tonight was the night that they pretty much overlap each other. It's the closest they'll get, and it's the closest they've been since the 1600s, which is sick as hell.
0: Oh, cool. The last time there was a plague.
1: Oh, yeah, actually. (laughs) Uh, And... um, We have a telescope down at Miley's. And so you can see, just he has the sharpest eyes. I just don't understand. Like I could only see one of the planets and he comes down there and he's like, oh yeah, no, the other one's right beside it. And I couldn't see it at all um, with the naked eye. But then once you whip out the telescope, then you can see them. And you can also see like four of Jupiter's moons. It's pretty sickening. Mm. And then you got Mars shining behind you, like super red, which is really cool. But I guess it's also, this is, like, the winter solstice, and it's, like, a lot of things tonight. Also, there's, like, a meteor shower. It's, like, a pretty sick night to be looking at the sky wells.
0: All right. Well. Too
1: bad you live in L.A. where you can't see shit.
0: But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to turn on TV and just watch The Bachelor.
1: Oh, you are everything
0: that's wrong with this country. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> oh. I, am, I am one of the good things. I'm sending gifts for Christmas, unlike some people on this podcast. Yeah. I do love it. You want to start her up? Oh, yeah, we, we probably should start the go, show. Go for it.
1: Bros and hoes, you're listening to a very Merry Christmas episode of Your Favorite Thing podcast with...
0: Wells and Brandy! Oh, oh. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Pelo año a I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. You know what that song needs? Recorder? Yep. <laughs> yep. That's what it needs. I really don't think it does. Just so the YFTers know out there, we're recording this Monday night. We've only been able to so- see the Monday night episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, just so I know, I didn't finish the episode. Did she let Ben back in or what? What's going on there?
1: They leave it on a good old cliffhanger. Should we just get into it?
0: Let's get into the batch, dude.
1: She was pretty devastated about Brendan bailing.
0: I know. Okay, so I've done some deep digging into Brendan, okay? Okay. We looked it up, and if you go back on his Insta, like, he's an actor. Oh. Like there well, is- I believe it, because
1: Brendan on TV that I'm seeing and Brendan on Instagram are two very different people.
0: There's a bunch of pictures of him, like, on set, and it's like, hashtag movie life, hashtag actor, and you're like, what? <laughs> Were you ever even a fucking roofer, bro? Were you? Probably not. Because as someone who was in the roofing co- federation and the amalgamated order of roofers, I wasn't in that, but I was a roofer in high school. I am offended if this guy was just putting on an act. It was all airs.
1: He was probably like you. He probably like 16 and probably needed to make a little extra cash and did it in high school and slapped it on his occupation profile for The Bachelor to make it look good.
0: Yeah, but when I was on The Bachelor, I was what I was. I was a radio DJ. I wasn't what I was in high school, which is you know, bad boy at a golf course, which I was. Yeah, you know
1: how they are, though. They like to put on there what sounds nice.
0: I guess, but...
1: um, But I definitely... Like I, from what I was seeing on TV, it seems like Taysha. I really think she thought she was gonna pick him in the end.
0: Yeah, she was and all then about he, it.
1: And then he, yeah, and then he's all tr- leaving and telling her he's not in it. You know, his heart's his heart's not whole. It's just, just not there. Uh, and she's devastated. Like I think she was kind of tripping, thinking, "Shit, I was gonna pick
0: him. Now what the frick do I do?" Totally. She, he was definitely, she was like, I love turtlenecks. If if Hey, if mm-hmm. anyone knows Tasha, you know I have a love for turtlenecks and roofers. And mm-hmm. it was d- and it was done. I mean, it was a great pitch of like, I'm not whole yet, you know, yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to get out of there. Yeah. And she was right when she was talking to Rachel, but, but she was like, I'm just glad he did it now. He didn't do it later. I've been really pissed off. She's like, yeah, for sure.
1: For sure. Speaking of Rachel, I've never seen her look better. She looks Awesome. She looked so pretty on TV.
0: Yeah. Um, She's thriving. Okay. couple things. Loved how Polly was at the date. So it starts off with Tasha and Ivan doing like the longest kiss thing.
1: Super cute. Love Ivan.
0: By the way, I like Ivan's
1: kind of jacked. Like Ivan looks like he goes to the gym. For sure. By He's the a way, jack of all trades. Aeronautical engineer, super sensitive guy, super into family, also hits the gym and has a great bond. Yeah. And has great style. Ivan's slang.
0: Yeah. Brother definitely suspect, which makes him even more cool. (laughs) I liked him. I used to have to do ice baths when I played rugby in college. I think the longest I ever was in one for was three and a half minutes, and I was like, fuck this noise. I'm out of here. I can't even imagine trying to kiss somebody. I would have been I'd have jumped in and been like, okay, got it. Later. (laughs) Gotta go. Don't (laughs) care. This is stupid. But good for them. Chris was Doing the announcer thing, and they brought in Polly. Oh. Everyone's gonna be like, Who is this person? So yeah, I didn't know who he was. Yeah, it's only cool for people who have ever been on the show. Polly is like the director for Rose Ceremonies. Okay, his name is Big Polly. He's like in charge of the whole thing. Everyone loves him. Anytime you see Big Polly, your day just gets a little bit better. And I saw, I was like, Yeah, Polly made it. So anyways, that made me really excited. They go to the fantasy suite and they said they stayed up all night and fucking watched the sunrise. Did it seem like a little uh, friend y to you?
1: I mean, I've always kind of thought that relationship seems a little friend y Yeah. You know? I know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. By the way, that was cool, The like the idea of bringing the Airstream in there. I like uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. I like Loved that.
1: that. Very
0: cool. So then you got Zach. She obviously likes Zach. I mean, and then they put all the paint on them, and then they turned into Violet. You're turning Violet. <laughs> That's a cute date. I mean, it was just a lot of like them squeezing fucking paint like, all over themselves, yeah. which is great. I do think that they went to Pound Town. Someone goes. Boo, 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 boo.
1: Oh boy! Don't you think? For sure. Like I don't. And she she told Zach she was falling in love with him. No
0: breaking all the rules.
1: It's, that's a big deal.
0: Breaking all the rules. I don't think that they did the sex, that Ivan and Tayshia did the sex, but I do think that You Zach, don't? I don't. I think they stayed outside. No and sex? I don't think so. I think they stayed outside and watched the sunrise.
1: You don't think Ivan was like, what the fuck? I'm trying to get some sex.
0: Probably. And then he probably was like, ooh, this is not good. Hmm. You know? Ooh. Hmm. Uh-oh. Um,
1: then you got Brendan, who up and bails.
0: I mean, they brought Neil Lane. I was I was glad to see that Neil Lane, like, got some screen time. It's just, like, always like just a couple clips. But Neil Lane was, like, just running that day. And I loved that it. it was just, like, let's get as many shots of Brendan freaking the fuck out as we can possibly get <laughs> right now. All right, zoom in on him. You see that beat of sweat? Zoom in on that beat of sweat. All right. Uh, awkward sentence. All right, zoom in a little bit more and see him freak out. It was the best. Yeah, and then he bailed, and then it was, like, whatever. And now, now Ben's back. So, you know. Now Ben's back. You knew Ben was coming I just back. I don't
1: get the, uh, yeah, but I don't really get the Ben thing.
0: Yeah, there's big neck holes in him, You know, who doesn't love that?
1: He just seems like very unsure of himself in all shapes and forms and fashions.
0: Yeah, there's a little bit of me that's like, I think you need to work on yourself, Ben, before you're ready mm-hmm. for this. And I mean that yeah. in like the most caring way. You've been through a lot. <laughs> I know what this experience is like. It's taxing. It's tough. You feel a lot of things because you're basically just doing therapy for 24 hours a day. You're just sitting in that chair talking about your feelings. I think that, like, Ben just needs to take a beat, figure some things out, then come back. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I do think she likes him a lot. I think that, you know, she gets a little tingle for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously she thinks he's super hot. I mean, he is jacked. I'll give him that. Well, all of this is moot points because by the time this episode comes out, the finale's over, and yeah, we know, and everyone's
0: moved on. So, do you have any uh, theories, conspiracies?
1: She might let Ben come back in and be in the final two, but I really just don't see her picking him. I just don't think he's enough of a sure thing. He's yeah. just too squirrely. So I could see Brendan went home, so I could see I could see her bringing Ben back and having Ben and Zach be bottom two. But I think Ben's too squirrely, and I think she goes with Zach.
0: Well, we shall see. We shall see. Time will tell. Overall thoughts on this season. Love, hate, indifferent, thankful that it was here during the COVID times. What are your thoughts?
1: I guess indifferent. I mean, I am, like, a little thankful I had something to watch during COVID times, you know? Yeah. But it was weird. It was like it started out, you know really mediocre with Claire. And then you bring Tasha in and it's like one episode of excitement, but then it kind of went back down to being a little mediocre for me. And now at the end, like with Brendan bailing and Ben coming back and it's just all to something. <laughs> I feel like she's not that into anyone. And like now seeing that she was the most into Brendan, like I didn't even think like that relationship was that great. And so I just don't really picture, I don't know anything being like super like fairy ish Love that,
0: like, Bachelor Nation loves, you know? Hey, listen, it was tough. She had an accelerated shoot schedule. I know. I feel bad for her. It all her. happened really fast. Yeah, I feel bad for her. It was good. It was good TV. I gotta tell you, man, I, I'm just so, I'm still so very angry at Claire because she was living up to the hype of just bonkers lady. And I loved it. <laughs> I loved everything about it. And then they so brought you, in. You
1: wish she had had a full season, is what you're saying.
0: I joke with Chris a lot about this when when we ask like um, you know, who would be a good bachelor, who would be a good bachelorette. And he will never say me, and I'll always be like, "Chris, what the fuck? I'm in the room, dude. Like why why wouldn't I be a good that?" And he will be like, "Dude, you're too normal. It would be such a boring season. You're too normal, you're too level-headed. You'd make the right decisions. You'd probably push back on us when we wanted you to do weird shit. You're too normal." This is what I think happened. Claire was perfect, and Taysha was too normal. That's what I think happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, Taysha's super normal. Yeah,
0: very relatable, cool. really yeah. level-headed. And you're like, come on, make a bad decision. Come on, do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyways, all right, enough bathroom talk? I think. All right, let's get into it. The stress of just being alive these days is enough to just cripple every person in this freaking world that we're living in. And I'm telling you, I'm starting to feel it. I'm feeling it in my neck. I'm feeling it in my back, behind my shoulder blades, feeling it in my lower back. And that's why I'm so thankful that I got myself a Theragun and my Theragun Mini for travel tabs.
1: You know how much I love my Theragun. Don't even think for one second that my mom did not walk in this house when she arrived and the first thing she asked for is, can I use your Theragun? And when I said yes, I knew I would regret it because then she came upstairs and she said, I know we said no gifts this year, but you could just give me your Theragun and call it even. (laughs) She loved it.
0: Yeah, it's a handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power. And now... It's as quiet as an electric toothbrush.
1: Try Theragun risk-free for 30 days. There's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power you need, starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash YFT right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today.
0: That's theragun.com slash YFT. Theragun.com slash YFT. Best gift ever. Seriously, especially for yourself.
1: All right, guys, I've talked about it before. I've been taking these Nutrafol vitamins now for I think I'm on like month three. I'm not going to lie. My hair has never looked better. It really somebody just asked me the other day how I get my hair to be so shiny. And I didn't really think about it. But the only different thing I've been doing is taking these vitamins. 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair, so you're not alone. This happens to all of us. It's the one thing I got from my mom that's a bummer is that thin hair. Totally got it. Neutrophil offers two targeted formulas for women that are clinically shown to improve hair growth and thickness with less shedding through all stages of life. Healthier hair growth takes time, and you'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in like three to six months when you take these vitamins consistently. In a clinical study, 86% of women actually reported improved hair growth after six months, more than 1500 top doctors recommend Nutrafol as an effective and high-quality solution for healthier hair.
0: Yep, you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to nutrifol.com and using promo code YFT and new customers will get 20% off. This is their best offer available anywhere
1: Plus you'll get free shipping on every single order get 20% off at nutraful.com that's spelled n u t r a f o l .com and the promo code is YFT
0: Uh you got some fave things bro Bro we
1: finished the manhunt Deadly Games. Oh, did you like Have it? you watched all of it?
0: No, I only watched that first episode.
1: We cruised through it. Rye really loved it. I think he needs to go back and watch the Unabomber series, or season, if he liked this one. Um, for some reason, it's weird, because Unabomber was first, because these were all real events, people. And for some reason, I really vividly remember the Unabomber stuff as a kid. Like, I remember that happening and being a thing. But for some reason, all of this stuff is like, Kind of a blip. Like, I remember there being a bombing at the Olympics, but I didn't really like, I wasn't aware of anything further than that, really. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Olympics got bombed, but then I never really heard about them framing this guy, and then this other guy bombing other places, and then the the chase in the forest. Like, I just like, had no idea. So it was very eye-opening and just very fascinating, that guy is freaking crazy. He's nuts. I don't want to ruin anything for you. The guy is insane. I mean, basically, he thinks he's God. Like it is nuts, and just really fascinating. I think to see like it, a lot of it, like in the second half of the series, is set in like uh, in like the wilderness of North Carolina. And just like how remote that is, and like a tiny little town and everything. And just I think seeing pe- the way people lived back then, and probably even still now in, in places like that, is fascinating. But yeah, it's just so crazy. I feel like Ted Kaczynski is such a household name. And this guy's name, like Eric Rudolph, like, does that, is his name as iconic to you as Ted Kaczynski? No. Me neither. It's just so crazy. But like, he did some crazy shit. I don't know. You gotta watch.
0: If Rye really liked that, you should make him watch Richard Jewell because that's what it's all about.
1: Is this another show you said?
0: Dude, it like won a bunch of Oscars. It's a movie.
1: Oh, the movie. Okay.
0: okay. Yeah. It's about the Richard Jewell is the guy who discovered the bomb yeah. and, like no one was, was believing.
1: That's the guy they frame. Oh, I know. Yeah. So th- does that just dive more into like his side of things?
0: Just you should watch it too. It's so well done. It's really, okay. really good.
1: Okay. Interesting. I mean, I feel so bad for that freaking guy. I mean, I don't. again, I don't want to run it for you. But, like, man, like, it's just so crazy. Like, he, he was a hero. Like, he did a very heroic thing. And, man, he just, like, for a few years, like, his life was just ruined because yeah. the FBI decided to peg it on him. Like, it's just crazy.
0: Yeah. I'm continuing with my Christmas movies. We went back in the stacks. Pulled one from the racks. How far back? We talking? 2008. <laughs> It's not that far. Not that far. Four Christmases. Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. Uh
1: Uh-huh. You seen it? I think I've seen that once, but I don't remember loving it. Was it great? It's pretty good. Oh,
0: I should to give it another shot. It's a good Christmas movie. Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn, they're in a very happy, loving relationship. They're not married yet. They can't stand their families. So for Christmas every year... They go to like the Bahamas or whatever. They go travel. Oh, sounds great. And they tell their family like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go help build orphanages in Nicaragua, or we're gonna go make some running water for you know in the Sudan or something." So they they tell their families that they're like, doing all these good things, but really they're just like gonna go sit in the Maldives and freaking drink pina coladas. So they're going to do that exact thing. All the flights out of San Francisco are socked in and canceled. So. They're at the ticket counter. They're like, please, can we get there? And all of a sudden, you know, like a news camera team comes up and they're like, miss, mister, where were you going? What were you trying to do? And so all of a sudden they're on the news. And so their family knows that like they're not in Nicaragua (laughs) saving the children. So they have to go spend time with their families. Mm. And then you meet their families and they're just nightmare people. And Robert Duvall is Vince Vaughn's father. Love him. John Voigt is Reese Witherspoon's father. John Favreau is Vince Vaughn's brother. Mary Steenberg is Reese Witherspoon's mother. Tim McGraw Vince Vaughn's brother. Christian Chenowitz in it. The cast is stacked, bro. Anyways, feel good Christmas movie with like okay, should, heavy hitters now, but in 2008 they were on the come up.
1: Right. Got it. You know, my favorite Christmas rom com. Is the family stone.
0: Yeah, we talked about that last year, and it is one of my favorites too, until they start pitching it to people and making them watch it and they're like, This is a fucked up movie. The brother fucks the brothers soon-to-be yeah. fiance? Like it's and now they're thinking, married? And then the mom dies of cancer? It's like, ugh. I
1: mean, the mom dying is sad. But the rest of it's pretty iconic. I mean, I bet this happens more often than you'd think.
0: I mean, yeah, because we live in a fucked up world, but. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I For hear sure. you. I do like the Family Stone. Love
1: well, Rachel McAdams. Love Sarah Parker. Like, just so good.
0: And Claire Dane comes in there and just saves the day.
1: Danes, Stacked cast. Stacked. You got Who Luke. Who plays the mom? What's her name?
0: Diane Keaton.
1: Diane Keaton. Thank you. Yes. And, and the, uh, what's the hot guy's name? My mom and I always get two guys confused.
0: Luke Wilson?
1: No, the other one. McDermott. Something McDermott. I can't. Or All right, German here something. it is,
0: by the way. So if people don't know what we're talking about, let me just do this. An uptight conservative businesswoman accompanies her boyfriend to his eccentric and outgoing family's annual Christmas celebration and finds that she's a fish out of water in their free-spirited way of life. So the uptight businesswoman is played by none other than Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm-hmm.
1: So who plays the... Her fiance.
0: Dermot Dermot Mulroney.
1: Dermot Mulroney.
0: Yes. Hot. Diane Keaton plays the mom. Rachel McAdams plays the like <laughs> hipster angry Easter. sister. Craig T. Nelson from Coach is the dad. Yep. Luke Wilson's the stoner pothead professor. Paul Schneider is in it. He was in like Parks and Rec.
1: It reminds me of not a Christmas movie, I don't think.
0: Describe it to me and I'll tell you. It's
1: like it's like there's like a death in the family and all the fa- adult family members come home and all oh, yeah, the under are on roof. Yeah, they sit, it they
0: sit Shiva. This is where I leave you.
1: Yes. Great
0: movie. Yeah, that is a good movie. And I agree. Great. It's very similar to that. I got a bone to pick. Okay. To the guys that ride crotch rockets, souped up motorcycles, mm-hmm. stop fucking meeting up. At gas stations and like hanging out there for like hours on end. What the fuck are you guys talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, this happens a lot in Franklin, Tennessee. For sure. It happens a lot in Studio City, Los Angeles. (laughs) Like, all these fucking dudes are just, they don't even do anything. They don't talk about like their bikes. They just sit around like, uh, here we are. Number one, you're dorks. Number two, you have a motorcycle. Go ride it. That's the fun thing about a motorcycle is you get to ride it on the roads, not hanging out at a gas station. That's the last place I want to be.
1: And I I think they think they just look cool as fuck.
0: Yeah. Do you think that like any woman's ever been like, oh shit, look at all those fucking crotch rockets and all those dudes hanging out at a gas station, pull over so I can get their number and fuck one of them. Never in the history of women. No woman's ever been like, that's what I, that's what I want to do. I'm going to hang out with that guy on a Kawasaki. Never happened.
1: A Kawasaki. (laughs)
0: And then like, what do you tell like you're like, so, let's say you are one of those guys and you're married and you're like, she, your wife's like, what are you doing today? He's like, oh man, I'm gonna drive down to the fucking Chevron. <laughs> and We'll <gonna> <laughs> see everybody and hang out and buy some beef jerky and a big gulp, sit there and put out the vibe. It's just the weirdest thing. I just find it. Humans are so weird. And you know what? Here's the thing. I bet you if I was in that world, I'd do that shit too. So like really no offense, please don't be offended. But like when you see it on the road, you're it's like, funny. get out of here. Go do something. and Ride the motorcycle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> have you watched Flight Attendant?
0: No, I haven't yet.
1: Oh, well, they're killing me.
0: <sighs> Listen, here's my problem, guys. Um, if anyone works for Roku, can you tell the folks at Roku to sign a deal with HBO Max so I can watch things from HBO Max on Roku?
1: Why do you have a Roku and not an Apple TV?
0: Because the Apple TVs that we had were too old. And they wouldn't get us Disney Plus, so then we got Roku's, and now they don't got HBO fucking Max. Huh? Can't win.
1: I really feel like you need HBO Max.
0: I know. I mean, I've got it on my it's, iPad.
1: Ugh, okay. Well, Flight Attendant is so good. Yeah. Um, I have not watched the finale. I know that just came out. I think last week, but um, I think it's the last episode I've left. It's so freaking good. I don't know what's going to happen. I feel like we're very close. I'm very close to the end of the season and like nothing's very resolved. So I feel like they're probably going to leave it very open-ended because they have to do a season two. I feel like the show has been a big hit. I've been seeing a lot of people talk about it. So, you got Kaylee Cuoco, who's absolutely nuts, and you're fig- we're figuring out that she's like it- she gets more nuts every episode. Like she's having these flashbacks of when she was a small child, um, and her dad just gave her liquor, which is why she's now an alcoholic. And you're like seeing these scenes where like she remembers things from her childhood one way, but like they actually happened a totally different way. Mikhail Hausman dies in episode one.
0: Oh my god, it's Ryan Philippi all over yes. again.
1: Exactly. The only difference is that Mikael Hausman is actually in every episode. He like, he's like dead, but he like talks to her all the time. So he's actually in the the show, which is great. And he's brilliant. I love his character and the way they've written him into this. But so, you know, the whole thing is episode one, she wakes, you know, they have sex and like she wakes up the next morning and he's dead in the bed next to her and she can't remember anything because she was so drunk. Yeah. So you're thinking in there, you're thinking, all right. She's not remembering anything correctly from childhood. Maybe she doesn't remember that correctly. And maybe she did freaking kill him, except for the fact that you've got this other crazy Miranda woman who's a complete psychopath and is killing people left and right. Like, it just ain't no thing. And she's been, you know, suspect one this whole time. So it's like, who freaking did it? Psycho Miranda or psycho Kaylee Cuoco? I don't know. Damn. Also, there's this side story going on with Kaylee Kuoko's like, quote unquote, best friend. That's her flight attendant friend that works with her and her husband. I'm still not really sure what he does. I think I missed that somewhere, but she is in cahoots with some like, I don't know if, they, if it was a Korean, somebody from when they were in Korea. I don't know. It was something crazy. She's in cahoots with somebody. She's like passing information from her husband's job to these like foreign people. And I don't know how that plays into it, but I think it does somehow. It's really good. You got to watch.
0: All right. I'm into it. I watched a great Christmas movie last night. Do tell. Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. Never heard. Well, that's because I don't know what you're doing with your life, but it's the new Netflix movie slash musical starring none other than Academy Award winner, Forrest Whitaker. Oh. Co-starring none other than the guy that was on Key & Peel, Keegan-Michael Key. Oh. Here's the tag. An imaginary world comes to life in a holiday tale of an eccentric toy maker, his adventurous granddaughter, and a magical invention that has the power to change their lives forever. Forrest Whitaker is a young toy maker, all right? He's badass. He's making some great shit. And Keegan-Michael Key is his apprentice. And he's also a good toy maker, but he's like not quite as good as Forrest Whitaker. And then what happens is that Keegan Michael Key steals his book of inventions and like one of his greatest inventions and like becomes rich and famous and beloved and the best toy maker in the past 28 years. And Forrest Whitaker's character, Jeronicus kind of like falls from grace, becomes weird and eccentric and like a shut in and stuff. And it's all about like their, his journey back to the top and his granddaughter comes to visit him and is also like a great inventor. And it's so cute. It's so good. And here's the other thing. Great music great choreography it's like a really good broadway production filmed it's really wonderful and i gotta say you should go watch it
1: it does sound really good
0: yeah it's cute check it out jingle jangle a christmas journey
1: jingle jangle
0: jingle jangle
1: well i have been watching i'll tell you what i've been doing it's like a blessing and a curse that i finally have found some shows that ryan and i like to watch together right (laughs) like he loves flight attendant and he loved manhunt But now it's like, if he doesn't want to watch TV, I can't watch without him. It's very frustrating. So I had to find something that I could watch without him to like fill the time while he's outside doing whatever he does before he can come in and watch the other shows. So I started a show, a Netflix series. It's called Tiny Pretty Things. Have you seen that at all?
0: It's the dancing one.
1: Yeah, about the ballet.
0: Mm -hmm. I haven't seen it. Obviously, Sarah is very interested in it. And it's one of those where I was like, hey, this is going to be for you to watch when I'm not around because I don't care.
1: Yeah, it's. Not, I think it's definitely more of a girls' show. It's not the greatest thing I've ever seen, but, like, it's good. It's really good for, like, multitasking when you're, like, doing stuff on your phone or computer and you need something to watch in the background. Premise is, I'll read you the little tagline that says, After an attack brings down the star student at a ballet school, her replacement enters a world of lies, betrayal, and cutthroat competition. Tiny pretty things. I don't think there's any, like, big names in the cast at all. I think it's, uh... Bunch of newcomers, but the lead girl named Kylie Jefferson. She's awesome. So basically, it's a, I think it's high school age students that go to this ballet school in Chicago but it's like a boarding school. Like they live there and everything. And it reminds me so much of Pretty Little Liars where it's like episode one starts off with a bang where like someone dies. And it's like a who, what happened, you know, like one of the young girls or whatever. Very first scene is her like falling off the roof or something crazy. And so she was part of the ballet company, I guess you call it. And so they have to replace her. So they replace her with this girl, um, Kylie's character. It's good. I like really enjoy watching the dancing part of it and the dancing part of it's really good. And then the rest of it is like, like your classic like Pretty Little Liars style, like teen drama. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why it's kind of like it's not the best thing ever, but it's it's good. And if you like Pretty Little Liars, I feel like you would love this.
0: I want you to keep watching it and let me know if a boy would like it.
1: Okay. So far, I feel like no, yeah. but I'm only on episode three, so I'll keep you posted.
0: You know, but if, if it starts getting like real crazy and like kind of sexy. Wait, they're in high school? Is...
1: They are, but it's Netflix, and so it's like edgier than you would yeah. think. I think like they do show quite a few like sex scenes and stuff. So
0: all right, so if, you know, because like like I you know I didn't hate Gossip Girl. I'm not gonna lie about that. You know, <laughs> you know, like no okay. judgment here. Yeah. So if it's like that, you know, I, I can be into it. Okay. And also, ballerinas <laughs> are hot. Great, yeah. they have great bodies. So yeah, Misty, okay. Misty keep, Copeland. Keep you posted, Misty Copeland. Okay. Oh, Black Swan <laughs> had two well, of my well, that top. That was sick. Two of my tops, Natalie Portman Portman. and Mila Kunis. Oh, yeah, Mila Kunis. You're right. Oh. That
1: was a great movie.
0: Dude. So if it's like that, tell your boy. It's not.
1: Quite that cool okay. and dark, but it's like the teen version. All right, all
0: right, all right. Brandi, listen, I know you didn't get me a Christmas gift, even though I got you that beautiful bell for Christmas. So mm. I have a Christmas gift request. Okay, what is it? Send me some boozy bites, sis.
1: <laughs> Great idea, actually.
0: Yeah, if you guys are looking for the perfect gift to send your friends and family this year, may I suggest boozy bites? They are jello shots, but they are vegan jello shots. So that means they're not made with horse hooves. No, it's made with seaweed. They come in these cute little like champagne glasses that you pop the bottom of it. They pop right up, like kind of like push pops. They're absolutely delicious. And let me tell you something, kids 15% alcohol, these boozy bites are living up to their name.
1: They really are the best. I love the rosé flavor and the Moscow Mule flavor. Those are my faves, but they've also added a new candy cane flavor, which is amazing and perfect for the holidays. For a limited time, they're even including super cute wine charms with every holiday box order. Truly the best gifts for those hard to buy people on your list. I'm telling you.
0: The best thing is that you can ship these directly to yourself or someone else and they stay good for 30 days without needing to go in the fridge. Just go to BoozyBytes.com and enter code FAVORITE to get 15% off your first order. You won't regret it. No. Again, boozybites.com and enter code FAVORITE, 15% off. I've got a new favorite way to de-stress. Hit me. I got a game for you. Solitaire Grand Harvest. Have you heard of it?
1: Yes. Rye plays this yes. all the time.
0: Oh, smart man solitaire grand harvest is a super relaxing treat for the mind full of fun and challenging levels you can play anywhere anytime play your cards right to advance and earn an hourly bonus based on how many crops you grow the more you play the more crops you can harvest and the more bonuses to collect spin the bonus wheel and grab even more surprises like free coins bonus cards extra harvest and so much more it's solitaire like you've never seen and here's the deal guys it's free to play
1: Yep, you can also connect your social accounts to see how your friends are progressing in the game and have a little friendly competition while we're all stuck at home. And when you need to take a load off, Solitaire Grand Harvest is a fun way to unwind.
0: Yeah, whether you're stuck inside or just dreaming of the great outdoors, have a fun farm-style getaway right at your fingertips. Download Solitaire Grand Harvest for free today at the Apple App Store, Google Play, and Amazon. Do it! Like, What else are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. I finally saw Tenet. I wasn't even stoned or drunk, and I gotta watch it again. I don't know what the fuck I saw. It is, it's confusing as balls. I mean, it's cool because Christopher Nolan makes cool shit, and you're just like, ooh, all right. People that don't know, Christopher Nolan's the guy who did like Inception, all the Batman stuff, and he's just like good director, much like Inception. You're just like, it's like a dream in a dream stream stream? Is it a dream stream in a dream stream? Me. Dreamer, dreamer. Okay, so it's like that, but instead of dreaming, it's time travel, but in inverted time. It's so confusing, and I wasn't even stoned, but I did like it, so I'm going to watch it again and just really try to dissect it or, like, Google, like, what the fuck is happening. Here's the tag. Armed with only one word, tenet, and fighting for the survival of the entire world, a protagonist journeys through a twilight world. Of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time. Dennett. Fun fact about this, the lead is he doesn't even have a name. When you look at the cast, his name is Protagonist. What? That's crazy. Anyways, it's played by John David Washington. Do you know who that is?
1: I just feel like I've seen him.
0: It's Denzel Washington's son.
1: Oh. Has he been anything? Because he he just looks so familiar.
0: Yeah, he was in something else. Oh, he was in Black Klansman. Ah. And he was also in Book of Eli, but his dad was in that. So uh, the other person who's in it, who's really, really good, and it makes me very excited for Batman, is... Robert Pattinson. Yes, Robert Pattinson. He's really, really good. You're never sure about him, so you're always like, are you good or are you bad? I don't really understand.
1: Where do you watch this? Did you have to buy? It I on buy Apple? I, this
0: one. Like I, it was like in theaters, and we had to buy it for like twenty bucks. But you know what? Worth it. Yeah, worth it. Okay, that's all I've got in terms of like things that I've watched. But there are some things that I want to watch that I want to like mm-hmm. preview for the folks out there.
1: Okay,
0: Uncle Frank is a movie that I, everyone's been telling me about that I really want to see. Paul Bettany's the lead in it. Here's the tag: In 1973, when Frank Bledsoe and his 18 year old niece Beth. Take a road trip from Manhattan to Creekville, South Carolina, for the family patriarch's funeral. They're unexpectedly joined by Frank Slovard, Walid, or Walid. I don't know how to say his name, because I haven't seen the movie yet. But anyways... It looks really good. 1970s gay couple, obviously not accepted. Then having to go to a funeral, probably having to deal with a bunch of people in South Carolina that aren't going to be accepting of their love, yada, yada, yada. I'm sure it's a coming of age story and amazing. Anyways, everyone said that Paul Bettany's great in it. Gotta see it. Netflix? Prime. And then everyone's been saying that Chadwick Boseman's most recent film, it's going to come out after he's passed.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: Ma Rainey's... Black Bottom is apparently is so amazing and he's going to win the Oscar for it. Damn. So I don't know if you know who Ma Rainey is. She was a, this like amazing singer tagged as like the mother of the blues. Ma Rainey's played by Viola Davis. So that's going to be amazing. And then Chadwick Boseman is going to be amazing. And everyone's saying he's going to win the Oscar. So I, that's, that's also up next on the list.
1: That sounds good. Yeah. Is it, and that is out or no,
0: that one is out. Yeah. And that is on Netflix.
1: Did you ever get into your honor? Or not yet.
0: Yes. I watched the first episode, so I'm, I'm a little bit behind. But did you?
1: No, I haven't started it Dude. yet. That's what we're going to start now that we're done with Manhunt.
0: Get into it.
1: My mom and Miley are obsessed.
0: Yeah. Oh, the last one that I'm excited about. Have you heard of uh, Somebody Feed Phil?
1: Mm-mm.
0: It's on Netflix. Phil Rosenthal, he's the guy who came up with... He's the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond. He basically has... the. And Anthony Bourdain show where he travels around like really obscure places in the world and eats really weird stuff. But instead of Anthony Bourdain, like he's not like a chef, he's just like a really, really funny Hollywood writer. Somebody Feed Phil is really, really funny. And if you do like that show, I must say that next week on the Wells cast, I have Phil Rosenthal on the show and he's just the most delightful person ever. And you I, do? And I love him so much and I want to. Is dang.
1: the Wells cast like popping?
0: Well, this guy's popping. Who do we have this week? It's really good. This week, I had Aloe Black on. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, he's cool. Well, who did I have recently? Oh, I had I had some of the moms from Dance Moms on, which I've definitely talked about. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good. Oh, gee. <laughs> oh my God. I love, I love them so much. Oh, I had Stephanie Holman on, who's on Real Housewives of Dallas, who's like the nicest lady. Oh, also, I had the situation and his wife on, and then they sent you me a. Did? Yes. And then they sent me all this fucking protein powder, and I, it's the nicest guy in the world. I'm like, we really connected, but I'm like, bro, look at me. I, do <laughs> I look like a guy that has fucking protein? I'm sure he's gonna be like, no, you look like a guy who needs protein powder, which would be like, fair enough. But I'm like making jokes up for him. But anyway, so yeah, I got some good stuff. Chuck Wicks has been on recently, he's great. I like yeah Ma- making healthy you know good stuff
1: sickening i feel like i've actually watched a decent amount of stuff considering my family just got in town so you know they take up a lot of my t- time and attention astra got spayed on tuesday that's just been a whole thing oh man whole thing she is supposed to wear this cone for two weeks and we're just at one week st- as of tomorrow and it's i just i don't think two weeks and the cone's happening yeah <laughs> She hates it.
0: I'm sorry. Anyway,
1: babysitting her, play, played some Yahtzee with Tish last night, taught her how to play. She got a freaking Yahtzee on her very first roll of ever playing the game. What the hell kind of luck is that?
0: I saw that. I also saw that that Rye gets stoned with her. Is that, is that a thing?
1: Oh, it's a thing because like Ryan does smoke, but like I don't. And I think I i mean, I don't know because I don't smoke weed, but I think for a lot of people, it's one of those things you like to do with someone else. Like yeah. For, like I tell Ryan, like you can smoke weed if you want. And he's like, well, no, I don't you to smoke it with. And I'm like, oh, OK, fair. So I think he's super pumped that Tish is here downstairs in the basement because now he has a smoking buddy.
0: Yeah. Let me ask you this, though. This is here's my question on it. Like, I don't think weeds legal in South Africa. It's not. So, like, does his family see that? And they're like, Brandy's taking her Hollywood ways and turning our boy into a druggie.
1: His mom is, like, super cool. Like, she is, besides my mom, she's honestly the coolest mom I've ever met. Really? Like, she's just so chill. Yeah, she's awesome.
0: All right. All right. Well, um, Merry Christmas. I cannot wait to get your gift in the mail and put it underneath the tree. You are just going to be so, so thrilled. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Well, wish the family Merry Christmas for me. Will do. You know? You know, speaking of getting
1: stoned, we really need to have you on an episode of Sorry We're Stoned. I'd love it. Are you going to get stoned with Tish?
0: I don't know. I get real weird.
1: Oh, good.
0: It might be really funny, but I don't know. It's also a thing that, like, I need to— Maybe, actually, I should do it from here because I'll feel more comfortable— like, I don't know if I can come over to like, the Toluca Lake house and be like, <laughs> can't leave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Tish is here for a while, so we'll do it virtual.
0: All right, I'll, I'll eat some edibles and fucking get weird with you guys.
1: Perfect. I'm going to book you.
0: All right. Well, uh, Feliz Navidad, Brandi. Merry Christmas. Ellie. Merry Christmas. Love you. Love you YFTers out there. Merry Christmas, everyone. See you guys. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. And I hope I know live I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. a good song it is you gotta give it to it's catchy jose feliciano this podcast has been brought to you by podcast nation